Well, everyone, welcome back. Welcome back. We are officially on our second episode of our new season. Did you tune into the first one? Did you hear the catch? Didn't go back. <laughs> Return to this one when you're all caught up with our summer activities. Um, but in this episode, we will be bringing on a very special guest who we have known for almost 19 years. <laughs> um, and we are going to talk about the expectations versus reality of college life and post-college life. And being that the three people on this episode are in different stages of that journey, we're going to get all three perspectives. We're going to get down to the nitty gritty. So without further ado, we're going to introduce our special guest for the episode. <laughs> and it is none other than our brother. Drum. Oh, I thought you were going to do a drum roll. We do need to do a drum roll. <laughs> drum roll, please. I don't know if you can hear it. Thank you for having me. Hello, I'm Mamadou. Introduce yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and these are, two, these are my two lovely sisters. Oh, thank you. Well, we got Mama Almighty on here. <laughs> and that's the at name. He's gonna help us out. And um just a little backstory. He just started his first um semester at UGA. And how how's your experience so far? You're what now two months in? Uh I'm currently like one month. Like one, one month yeah about a month in and yeah. then I like it so far I like the experience it's very different from high school it's vastly different from high school but overall I'm enjoying it I'm enjoying it a lot it is rigorous though so you also do have a pretty difficult major so for those who don't know our brother is majoring in engineering so you know STEM is no joke so I definitely understand the rigor that he's talking about so but you're doing well, so we're proud of you. Thank yeah. you, thank you. He literally just joined us after taking an exam at 7 p.m. for chemistry. Exactly. <laughs> so definitely you weren't doing that in high school. You were in the house by, you know, 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to talk about, like, specific ways that it's different. High school versus college just the environment first of all the environment is uh it's a lot more competitive and it is a lot more rigorous as I said earlier you have Mm -hmm. to uh you have to stay in your toes or you could fall behind quick so I make sure that I try to get my work done as early as possible I would time to study and make the best of it that's true because now yourself you know they just give you an outline with deadlines for things and you're like okay you have to really figure out what time you're going to set aside to get this done that done and not even though it's hard not be a procrastinator yeah because your teachers will literally give you the syllabus like all right good luck (laughs) you'll be like that that was it and then the the gag is the syllabus isn't always correct and so you have to find a way to kind of teach yourself a lot of the time so it really is hard to keep up with Hopefully, you know, for the next couple of years that you have going for you, you'll get some really good professors, but I'm sure you'll find time, find 
that there will be times where you're going to be teaching yourself and you're going to be like, what is this? Yeah, exactly. That's... Can you take us back a little bit to, you know, you're all you're settled on campus now and you're attending your classes and you have your schedule, at least for um, the fall semester. But what was the application process like for you? What did you think about, you know, the college tours and um, the application process, financial aid and, um, and in classes, picking your dorm? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know it was easier uh, for uh, graduates of 2021 to get into college because we didn't have to take uh, the SAT or the ACT. Ooh. So that, that kind of helped out a bit. Um, as far as uh, picking, I uh, like tours and picking dorms. It was good. Uh, you know, I couldn't really go in person. So I had to like view everything from online. Until mm -hmm. like very recently, they started letting people uh back onto campus. They're starting to let kids back into school, so it's just uh me finding out how to be back into this kind of picture that I was in, you know, maybe say a couple years ago. And this is your first semester where you're taking online classes, right? Or you have like at least one online class, or are all of them in person? They are all in person uh, this year. Okay, so you didn't really get to experience the online class setting, um, which is probably best for you because I know class the class before you, they didn't even get to really get their first freshman college experience because they didn't get to live on campus, they didn't get to go in person in class, they didn't get to explore the campus. So I'm glad you're able to at least be able to see what it's like to actually experience college just you know I just wish COVID wasn't around <laughs> right. and from what we've um experienced both Luna and I and from a lot of our friends and colleagues is that the general consensus is virtual learning is not it <laughs> like it's, oh. it's very challenging um you know already we're talking about how you have the syllabus as you're basically the only guide that you have and then you have to just take it from there but imagine you know I know you did this in high school throughout part of the pandemic last year but imagine not meeting your professors face to face ever um and having to log into classes and it just makes it so much more difficult to ask questions because you can't and it's do so draining yeah and it's very draining because you're not really learning at that point. You're just trying to keep up and trying to just regurgitate the information, but you're not really absorbing it. Which is, you know, when I get to my part, something I can definitely speak on because that's where I am right now. So, yeah. Which I'll go ahead and just kind of chime in on that anyway. So, this is my technically, I'm a fifth year student, um, but I'm a senior. And I do have some online classes, some in person. And just having online classes since junior year was, like Fatim said, really difficult because, like you, it's very hard for you to pay attention. It's for it's really hard for you to learn. It's very easy for you to cheat. Don't cheat, guys. Okay, but it's so easy to do so because you just want to get a good grade. You just want to pass and get it over with. And I just feel like college should never be 
something that people just want to get over with, you know, because you're choosing college. You don't have to go to college, but people choose college. You want that experience to be a personal one and one that you can actually enjoy and, um, you know, actually benefit from. So having these online classes, I do appreciate them being able to swiftly move from, you know, in person to online so we can continue our education. Because I know the year that the pandemic started, a lot of people dropped out of college, like millions. And it's sad because it's like these people went to school, paid all this money just to not be able to finish their degree because they can no longer afford it because they don't have any jobs anymore or they're losing money. So luckily I was able to stay in school, you know, thank God for loans. I was able to stay in school and finally be able to finish, but it is hard for me, especially because I have the worst case of senioritis. What I don't understand is since a lot of people did have to leave college or, you know, could no longer afford it because of unemployment and things like that, that I feel like they, because when we were looking at um, the rates and things, when Mamadou was applying to school, I was like, why are these prices so sky high? Expensive, yeah. Like they're trying to compensate for the students that could no longer be there, but then it's an inconvenience to the students that are trying to continue because where were they supposed to get this extra income from? Magically. Exactly. I see why a lot of people left. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, there are the options of loans and stuff, personal loans, either from the bank or from the school, but it's like, is it worth it at this point in time to even attempt to do that? Because like you said, the tuition and fees have just been, been skyrocketing in the past couple of years and they just will continue to do so. So. Yeah, and until Joseph signs off to forgive them. <laughs> I saw this tweet that says, Joe, forgive student loans for those who are vaccinated and see what happens. I saw that and too. I was like, ah. <laughs> basically to get everybody vaccinated, which that is a very good ploy. That is an incentive. Um, I mean, yeah. instead of causing people to lose their jobs because they're not vaccinated. Yeah. Then people getting fired. Had a better, better incentive for people to get vaccinated if they're going to gain something out of it. Exactly. Yeah. No, Instead I'm on board with that because you know, us personally, we have all been vaccinated, so he can go ahead and put that in motion. <laughs> so, um, Muna, well, I guess that has been your greatest greatest challenge um, in undergrad because of the situation in the state of the world. But aside from COVID things and, um, you know, everything that the pandemic affected, what do you think was just a general challenge that any student can have? Um, for any student, I think it is hard to have a good balance between social life and studying and making sure you're on time to class, honestly, um, because, You've been just late as to much, class? I've been late to, to many classes. I've been late to online classes. I'm talking to your brother. Oh, <laughs> have you been late? Uh, the max I've been late is seven minutes. Oh, okay. So well, I'm, I'm doing I thought he was gonna say the max he's been late to so many seven classes. Seven times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, seven minutes isn't bad. Usually they give you a grace period anywhere between five yeah, to ten minutes. minutes. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, was a, it was a lecture style class anyway, so oh, okay. they, they don't really take around. Yeah, gotcha. So yeah, so I feel like it's just hard for students to be able to actually focus and not get distracted, especially if you're living on campus. Um, and if you have friends on campus, like you want to go hang out with them and stuff, especially as a freshman, like this may be for a lot of people your first time where you're like, you don't have as many restrictions. You know, because even Muhammad was saying that, oh, do I, like, do I have a curfew? And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, sir, you are, this is America, you are free. Um, to an extent, anyway. So, but for me specifically, I feel like I had the most difficulty when I was transitioning majors um, and not having, so basically I was a marketing major uh, freshman year. And then I end up transitioning to biology um, my second semester of sophomore year. And then a lot of the folks that I knew in biology um, that I was working with ended up leaving and maybe going to public health or just changing their major altogether. So I felt really alone and kind of felt like I was doing this alone. Um, so yeah, of course, there are plenty of people in the biology major, but it's like I already had people that I knew that we were working together that just kind of, you know, they, they decided it wasn't for them. And then I was like, well, I'm here now. I already changed my major once. And I was so stuck on graduating on time that even if, I mean, I'm glad I stuck with my major now, but at the time I just didn't feel like I, I had another option. I just felt like I had to do it. So. Yeah, had to carry on. What was I- your- Hey, I have a question. Um, mm-hmm. Do you regret any like changing your major and how late do you think it is or it should be uh, if you're trying to attempt to change your major? So I would say if you want to change your major, the best time or the latest you should do it is by the time I did it, did it, which is second semester, sophomore year, because freshman and sophomore, sophomore year. Yeah, really first semester would we be best. Change our majors. Oh yeah, but yours. Oh yeah, your. So you went from science to business. I went from business to science. No. <laughs> yeah. But With, um, I changed mm-hmm. mine around the same time, but it was uh sophomore year, like in the beginning of sophomore year, because mm-hmm. basically your first year you can kind of just fill it out and see, you know, what you're leaning towards. Um, and that gives you a little bit of wiggle room because you're just taking your prerequisite. those can be used for any major but like Muna said if you want to give yourself the advantage of not having to take as many summer classes or not having to extend the time then I think by first semester of sophomore year is ideal but you know things happen and it's it's understandable and people change their majors they add majors to do a double major so it's really like she was saying don't get stuck on the time factor because then you're going to be really disappointed and there's no reason to be disappointed because you're still going to finish what you started well knowing us you know our household we got to finish we have to finish Um, ain't no way (laughs) so you're still going to get there um your journey just might not look the same as everyone else and that's okay because there's always setbacks like I had to transfer schools that was a setback because even within the university system of Georgia the rules are different between different schools 
So, but luckily for you, like Georgia Southern required less credits yeah. um, than Georgia State did. So, like, you didn't have to do, I think you did one summer classes, right? One set of summer classes? Yeah, I did summer classes for one summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, like, we changed our, I made, I changed my major around a little after you, a little after yours, but I still had to take three rounds of summer classes to catch yeah. up. Which is, was ridiculous. <laughs> and I haven't had a break. <laughs> I'm dying inside. You're still here. Uh, making it. You know, now you're on your last semester. So time really does, you know, come together. Yeah, it was fast. Uh, like during, it did feel like a long time. But now that I'm looking back, fresh, I really like remember freshman year, like the back of my hand. It was not that long ago. So. Gotta keep pushing from here. Yeah. I would say my biggest challenge during undergrad specifically was, and you know, we're just trying to give you advice, brother, so you don't make the same mistakes that we did. Um, But my biggest challenge was trying to balance my academic life and my social skills because, you know, I really was striving to have those connections with people and have an internship before I left school so that I could be, you know, set up for success. And I think some of my downfall was definitely joining too many things, spreading myself too thin, basically. Um, I just wanted to be involved in everything. And I had an equal interest in all the things that I was trying to do but I had to remember that I'm just one person and I can't be in a million places at once even if I want to and um because I did exceptionally well my freshman year and then I joined a couple organizations and that was starting I had to divide my time between class and those things and then I got my first D the second semester after I did that and I was like oh my god (laughs) am Mm -hmm. I the way my GPA plummeted, it was really crazy. Like all it takes is one bad grade for your GPA to plummet. And then it took me three semesters to get it back up to where I needed to be. Yeah. That's just something to keep in mind of extracurriculars or things that you're involved in on campus. Of course, that makes for a more fulfilling college experience because you're creating memories and, you know, you're developing leadership skills and doing all these things, depending on which organizations you join. But you have to think about it at the end of the day. You still need that as at the expense of your grades. Yeah. So which is like I had the opposite experience. I didn't join enough things. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was too like worried and trying to focus on like my academic side to yeah. make sure that was really good. Um, which I do feel like I should have joined more things to kind of build up my resume. So finding that happy medium, you know, joining like two or three maybe um, tops, I feel like is probably best. And then you can always switch out during your next years. You don't always have to stay in the same thing if you want to experience more than those, the, the ones that you already have, so. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a four-year commitment. It right. can, you know, be an annual thing or a seasonal thing and, you know, just testing things out and finding out what you like. Right. Right. I I agree with that, actually. And I feel like time management is my biggest struggle of Mm -hmm. the moment, trying to figure out, 
uh, when should I do this assignment or should I hang out with friends when I know I have an assignment due uh, in the next two hours, you know? So, <laughs> of course, that hasn't happened, but um, yeah, you know, there's always thoughts and possibilities. So, you know, you just have to, you have to figure out what is most important to you and decide how to uh, implement your time because, you know, we don't have all the time in the world to do whatever right. you want, so. And most, I mean, honestly, your friends should understand. They also should be in a relatively similar position as you. So, understand, though. Which is weird to me. Which is weird to um, me, too, but that doesn't make them any less of your friends. Sometimes they just are not, they don't have the same priorities as you. That's true. Or vice versa. So definitely you would obviously want your friends to be understanding of that and know that, you know, you're not intentionally missing something to do your work, but that is your priority. So, um, yeah, you didn't pay thousands of dollars just to go to eat in the dining hall with your friends every day. You know, <laughs> you guys could do that for, you can go to Golden Corral if that's the case <laughs> on a Saturday. Just go to Corral. <laughs> because Golden Corral is all you can eat, it's kind of like a dining hall. I'm traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> That was the first thing I could think of. Bro, but yeah, time management. Free from the shackles of Golden Corral. Man, Golden Corral used to have me under a spell. Your dad under a spell? My goodness. <laughs> the dessert. Golden it was Corral. the dessert and it was that mac and cheese. Oh, anywho. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it's like uh, hopefully your friends would understand. If not, as long as you keep your eye on the prize, you will always have friends to come back to and you can always make new friends. And I'm sure you, I mean, it sounds like from what we've been talking to you about, like you've been meeting a lot of people, you know, you've always been very friendly and people have always loved you and wanted to be around you. So I'm sure you are is Mr. able popular to, without even trying, like, he's he having people try. be like, hey, he's mama, do you? Like, and we just be meeting them randomly at the, at the grocery store or you know during open house or whatever and everybody comes try to dap him up i'm like since when did you have this many friends but he keeps he don't be talking about small. nobody he'd be like yeah they cool or whatever yeah like he care. keeps his personal <laughs> circle small which i think is great um yeah. and then all these other people just know him and are fond of him so that's nice yeah they want to <laughs> be friends with you but he's like mm you know, I just keep this person in my life, this person in my life, and we'll just be cool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, love that. <laughs> but so, for you, Fatim, um, now that you are post-college, both undergrad and grad. But, huh? Can you hear me? I have a quick question. Oh, no, sorry. What I was going to ask was, before we get into that part, um, I just have one more question for both of you. Um, <laughs> so, well, I started off at Georgia State, and then I transferred to Georgia Southern. Um, so that was a very big shift culturally mm -hmm. for me, um, coming from a school that was more diverse and like located in the heart of the city, attracted people from kind of all walks of life and a lot of international students. Um, it really is like a melting pot at Georgia State um, versus when I transferred to Georgia Southern um and don't come at me about country we're beyond that now okay we're beyond <laughs> that but um yeah so it was just vastly different it was predominantly 
Caucasian. Um, <laughs> it took me a minute to really feel comfortable um, because I had to find my community versus it being readily available. Right. Um, so I was going to ask you, Mamadou, what is it like being in an environment similar to Georgia Southern? Um, it's interesting for me. Um, for for start, uh, there is a lot of people that are different from you that I I have met, and personally, you know, we're all people. So I feel like if you have like a certain topic you can get along over, then you can be friends no matter what your race, ideology, uh sex gender etc etc so I feel like um it's good that I'm in a such a diverse school uh predominantly like white though so I was like is it diverse or well well not it's I'm one of the minorities in this case so (laughs) I guess I'm the uh the rare one so Yeah. But yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad being, uh, you know, different from everybody else, you know. It's Do you feel like you belong? When you can bond over your differences, like you said, like, that's awesome. And I wish more people thought like you did. Um, but unfortunately, that's not always the case. And I definitely saw that in my experience at Georgia Southern because I was there during the era where it was like the Trump election like the campaign the election all that and it was very chaotic and it was very Mm -hmm. it was almost like a culture shock for me it's like the racism just jumped out because people were allowed to express their racist ideologies that they previously suppressed or you know weren't as vocal about um so it was very shocking and you know, I personally wouldn't want to go go back to the school itself. I, I love the people that I met there um, that I befriended and um, were in my community and things like that. But I wouldn't necessarily want to go back there because it was just very traumatizing. So are you saying state, not Southern? Oh, my gosh. No, nah, don't do that. <laughs> We're the world needs to know. <laughs> I'm like, neither. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm just, at this point, I'm going out of state. Like, right. Because Georgia is just, you know, we did vote blue in the last election, yeah. but it is generally a red state. So that's right. not part of. Yeah, I was going to say, even though um, Georgia State, well, Georgia State is still PWI, it's in the numbers. You just can't see it because it's located in downtown Atlanta. Atlanta is predominantly black, but the entire university is predominantly white. Um, so it's like for me, even though even though I do go to a PWI, I can't tell sometimes. Yeah, it doesn't um, feel fair. Yeah, especially especially when they did the merger with um, the perimeter campuses. So now it's like a whole bunch of other people attending the school. Still PWI, nonetheless. But um, yeah, and I appreciate that it's a whole bunch of cultures for me to interact with um, because I wouldn't want there to just be a single type of 
or a single group of people because I feel like you don't after a certain while you're going to stop learning you're going to stop experiencing new things everything is going to be relatively the same and also if you think about it that's not what the world looks like right like you don't want to be trapped in this bubble of thinking like okay well this certain group has authority over everything because that's the world looks much different than like some of these college bubbles Mm -hmm. um in your workplace you're gonna have people of different races um and different ethnicities so it's i feel like it's more beneficial to have something more realistic that you know emulates post-college life right yeah well speaking of post-college life (laughs) see the segue um so you've been out of school for uh, like a year now yeah like a year a year and a half maybe and um you did both undergrad and grad school which we're proud of she's two degrees hotter people so what what was that like for you like were you what made you decide to go to grad school first so um I think my biggest motivation for returning to school because I didn't I graduated undergrad in 2017 and then I essentially took a year off and started working and then I decided to go back to school um when I first graduated from undergrad, I was having a hard time landing a job um, that I could use my degree in and get paid what it was worth. Um, so I, after you know a couple months of like struggling with the job search, I finally did start um, a job in my field, but I still wasn't getting the pay that I needed or deserved, honestly, because them student loans would say otherwise <laughs> so I was like you know what honestly bachelor degrees are becoming saturated now because more people Very. at that time were going to school and so I was like I need like an edge I need something that can propel me forward so that's why I decided that was my primary motivation to return to school now did I enjoy it no <laughs> Um, was it hard getting back into it after taking time off? Absolutely. Um, I mm-hmm. felt like, you know how you can say like, oh, like once you learn to ride a bike, you know how to always ride a bike. But, you know, you got to dust the chain off. You got to, you know, make sure that it's functional. And that's kind of how I felt like basically reacclimating to um, things that I previously did. And, um, you know, part of my graduate studies during the pandemic I'm glad that I did have that in-person time before that because then I would have been hella lost honestly um but um then I found myself in the same scenario after I graduated from grad school because of the pandemic it was so hard to find work um I actually did go into like a very deep depression because I and it was and I know everyone was in like a bad mental state during that time, but it was just so many things piling up on top of one another. And then on top of that, not being able to work and being trapped in the house at some point, like it was nice when it was like a spring break thing. <laughs> and then it turned into, you know, obviously we're still in this. So I don't, I'm proud of myself for seeing it through and 
completing my master's degree, um, I have been able to find better work opportunities. Um, but I still think the amount of money that was spent to acquire these degrees and these entry-level jobs and these jobs that you're supposed to be qualifying for when you get out of college, they're not lining up for sure. Oh, no, of course not. But that's honestly going to be college. Even when our little sister starts going to college, her tuition may be triple hours. Who knows? Because uh, she has a bit of time to go. So um, hopefully the wages that people are making are going up too, because it, that's really what it is. Like people are starting to make a little bit more money. So now they're raising the cost of everything. But we're trying to have a better life here. So please... Yeah, the like, cost of living is going up and it's actually mm-hmm. absurd because the the whole term is absurd cost of living have been raised so why is the cost of living going up like make it make sense honestly mm. very disturbing. what do you think of that Muhammad? just now that you've you have a new job where your pay increase has gone up significantly but now you're starting to pay for stuff, you know, out of pocket. You're having to like buy your own like uh, stuff here and there for school, textbooks, groceries, and stuff like that. So, what has that been like for you? It's it's terrible, honestly. <laughs> I know because I, well, for example, I have a chemistry lab uh, class, and the lab notebook that they had at the student store was apparently the wrong one for the class so I ended up paying $28 for the actual book and I paid like $12 for the uh, the wrong book I actually got the wrong book first and then um the teacher was like did you uh, return it I wasn't able to return it because when I got it when that was the only book that they had in stock so I just decided just to get that you know it's better than nothing and so I couldn't return it after, like, they started getting this back in stock. You saw what? Was it, like, change it either? No, they didn't. Um, that's ridiculous. Yeah, so it's just, it's just, you got to be prepared for, like, unexpected payments. Or paying for something for no reason. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real. It happens. Uh, yeah. But other than that, you know, I'm fine. I don't have to, like, I'm not searching for food or anything like that. So I'm, I'm living. As long as I'm living, I'm good. Yeah. Well, I'm saying that meal plan going to save you. I'm telling you, I'm glad you have the necessities, but that is important. So, you know, over like um, winter break and summer and things, that's when you should strive to be working for because it is good to have an emergency fund because you just never know when something is going to pop up. And you don't have a car yet, but I just read this tweet the other day that was like, you know, I think your car gets jealous when things are going great in your life because that's when it starts to act up. And it's so very true. Like when things are just like settling and going fine, like that's when these unexpected things just pop up. So it is good to have an emergency fund for those things. I'm like, my car started acting up when things were just meh. So it just was like 10 times worse because I wasn't that great off. And then the car said, I don't want to work no more. Good night. <laughs> and I was like, wait, please, I need you. Right. So they're very... Um, like, how could you probably, feel? 
two two weeks of my life I was very sad <laughs> so but you know like you said it really just kind of pushes you to be more responsible now I do have a savings that in the event that I hopefully Felix won't betray me once again <laughs> but in the event that it randomly does I will be much more prepared this time so because you're, you're so focused on trying to save for school trying to make sure you have something to eat because for example Muhammad you have a meal plan but I don't so I'm like steady trying to plan um meals and trying to budget for groceries and people like you don't really realize how expensive stuff like laundry detergent is until you start buying stuff on your own. Laundry detergent is freaking $12. Why? Why? <laughs> and you know how people used to separate their clothes from lights and dark? Once you start paying for your own detergent, ain't no, that's not a thing. You better wash all them clothes together. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely true. Um, and I think as Muna was saying, the thing that is going to help you at least a little bit is preparation and mm -hmm. having something set aside in the event of emergencies. Um, and I forgot, remember we were playing culture tag and it said yeah. something about preparation. I can't remember what the quote it was. It was like, it was autumn peas, right? Yes, I was trying to find it. Preparation, um, proper preparation prevents piss poor performance yeah yes With that, that's, that's I, a I, lot of words to yeah. say but just be ready stay right. ready there you go that should have been in culture tag stay ready for real right mm -hmm. that is real so well, my, my question for you Fatima, is um now that you've been in the workforce um for a little bit and I'm very proud of you for actually taking leaps and going to and making sure that the jobs that you are now taking are actually worth your while and you're getting paid the money you deserve but you know I always feel like you know me I'm going to be in school until I'm like 30 mm -hmm. so I'm going to be old by the time I'm out of school mm -hmm. um but I'm hoping it's of course going to be worthwhile for me and whatever endeavors I'm going to embark on later in life but do you ever see yourself going back to school um I personally do not I think that I am satisfied with the education that I've gotten. Um, mm -hmm. It's put a lot of things in perspective for me at work. Like I actually do apply a lot of the things that I've learned at work. Um, oh, how nice. Obviously they could pay me some more. Like I'm not opposed to that whatsoever. Just because I negotiated a salary doesn't mean they can't pay me. Right. So yes. You would just goal, be nice. Exactly. My goal now is to just continue to progress. And, you know, I think the only way to really have something to call your own in this country is to either start your own business or invest. Um, so the, that's more so what I'm looking towards. I've already invested in my education and now I need to invest in myself um, for the future. So I don't really foresee myself going back to school now I do think that humans are forever students like you're going to learn something new every day and um if I need to get like a certification or something that um is up and coming in my field then I'm happy to do that 
but as far as going back to school, um, no. <laughs> she's finito. What a sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I was gonna say I'm content with where I'm at. So I don't want to put myself. I feel like that's a very stressful time already, and it's one unnecessary stress, and then two with the way that I'm seeing the cost of living going up and nothing happening on the monetary side as far as what employees are getting it's just not as beneficial to me to do that agreed honestly i just school school is a lot and people who aren't even in school know that school is a lot that's how you know school is a lot <laughs> so for everyone you can be successful without school exactly so agreed. yeah i mean just honestly it's based on what your creativity and the vision that you have for yourself and what you want to make happen. Like I see people that are 16 starting businesses and being millionaires. So there is multiple avenues and multiple ways, you know, this is just the path that we have chose, have chosen, Um, you know, and it it is a thing to do with immigrants as well, because I was like, did we choose it? Well, the reason that our parents came here is that so that we could pursue a better education and to have a better future. And I'm thankful for their sacrifices. Like, mm-hmm. I do think I'm grateful for having the education. It's just, I also appreciate that it's not for everyone and that there's different routes and avenues to success. And that, yeah, that it's not required. Like, it's a, you have a choice in the matter. Like, yeah, we had a choice, kind of. But most people have a choice and like you said if school is not for you then that's okay or if like it doesn't have to be undergrad school like you can do trade school you can just uh go and learn a certain skill set because honestly people that do that find jobs quicker a lot of the times because you already have the skills that they're looking for yeah yeah because if you have all the textbook experience in the world and then you don't have the practical experience people are still not willing to hire you exactly it's definitely about who you know it's about connections so don't forget to make those along the way in addition to making sure that your grades are right well Muhammad, do you see yourself possibly doing um what's it called uh going to school after undergrad higher education um for now i do not see my i actually don't see myself doing it because of two reasons there's always something that you can learn by yourself if you really truly want to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like school, it shouldn't be like the only avenue for success. You know, like I can be more successful if I really put my mind to it. But yeah. of course, yeah, of course, you know, school is there to help, but I also feel like you shouldn't have to use four years of your life just to get this one job where you could could possibly do it for you know without wasting as much of your life or like you know the bar the bargain basically if you get what i yeah, mean yeah because that's i think that's what it that really deters people from going back to school is because it's so time consuming and it's not guaranteed so it's not it's not a foolproof um path and you possibly could be spending more money on school than you would end up benefiting from or actually making after. So it's, school is actually a very 
huge risk. It's a huge risk. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, whoever actually ends up going to school can actually benefit from it. Um, like you said, the undergrad degree is so saturated now that so you have no choice but to keep going if you want to do something in that field. So especially in STEM, like I know, at least for me, if I, if I were to graduate and only have an undergrad degree in biology, I would be going nowhere with that degree, pretty much. Like I would probably just be doing what I'm doing now, which is working in the pharmacy or like doing um, like medical scribe stuff, which a lot of those are scams anyway, because they try to, you know, they try to pick on people that feel like they're going somewhere with their degree, but that's not enough for our, for these type of majors. So that's, that's another thing about school. A school honestly be a scam sometimes because it's like they tell you to major in these things because you're going to make money, but oh, wait, you still have to keep going. You have to keep going to school or else you're not going to benefit. And it, it just kind of sucks because like when you're getting into it, not even because like when you're, when you're going to medical school, like you know that's going to take a long time. But other majors, like you don't know what extent you have to get to to make the kind of money people are marketing to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, you know, the certain fields and certain careers, like, it seems like you can get to a certain amount, um, and it's not really a clear-cut path. Like, honestly, sometimes it's if you get lucky, <laughs> or if you exactly. meet the person, or if the right if door you know the right people. for you. Yeah. Right, so it's a, really a toss-up. Um, yeah, so definitely everyone that's listening, just take the advice with a grain of salt and apply it to your own personal situations and see what's best for you. If you're considering college or if you're considering grad school, or, you know, if you want to do something else, that's totally up to you. So we're just here to kind of share our take on it and what our experience has been like and, you know, wishing our brother best of luck in his next three years. (laughs) Mm-hmm. We're gonna be seeing you on the stage yet again. So. Yes, you will. I'm Thank like, you. no worries. Those three years are gonna fly by. Three years sounds like a long time, but it really isn't. Any final thoughts, Muhammad? You wanna go first? Uh, I feel like when you start, uh, when you start at college, uh, I feel like the most important role is to ask questions. You know, if you don't understand something, you gotta ask questions. Literally, I had uh, an assignment the other day and I thought I had to do like a lot more than I actually had to until I asked my uh, professor. So yeah, yeah. that kind of made me uh, a little bit more aware of the class and what I had to do. Yeah, it's very important to ask questions. And you know, people always say there's no, yeah, reading. Reading is very fun- fundamental. Um, but you, if you feel like your question is dumb or stupid, it may be that you are just interpreting something wrong, like you were saying. So definitely ask the questions. Um, at least if you'll get you an answer. Then a million other people have that same question, but they didn't want to ask it. But you're helping so many other people out by asking that question because mm-hmm. the response is benefiting them as well. Yep. I would say, um, you know, life is short, so try to just get it done um, so you can reap the benefits if you are choosing to go to school. 
um, don't don't make don't look at it like it's a chore because like I said college is a choice and you don't have to choose college to be on your path if you don't want to but in the event that you do definitely try to gain the best experience from there try to um, learn and retain as much as possible and actually spread knowledge I think that's probably the most important especially for those that can't go to school or for those that may be having a difficult time especially if they're doing the same thing as you try your best to educate others if you can yep I agree with that knowledge is power so if you have a way to spread knowledge and to share with others something that can help them like you have no idea where that reach can go you helping one person turns into somebody else assisting someone else and someone else assisting someone else. Like it's a chain reaction. So I definitely think spreading knowledge is, you know, the best thing to do um, once you're familiar with something or once you have the resources. And um, I think overall, I do agree with what Muna said, life is short. So make sure you're doing what makes you happy. If that means you have to change your major, if that means you have to, you know, if school is not for you, you know, you initially started and then you feel like, well, um, it's just not working out, then that's what you have to do. But please do have some sort of plan or um, something you can fall back on. Agreed. Yeah, well, thanks everyone for listening in to this episode and a special thank you to our brother for joining us, even though- Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, and we'll catch you on the next one. Have a great week, everyone. Bye.